0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Now all the news out of the NRL has been about Stephen Crichton, uh, the Penrith Panthers player, uh, and there's been some mixed messages, it is fair to say, over the last little while. I've seen um, people, you know, supposedly in the know, saying uh, probably about a week ago, that are hearing that Stephen Crichton is not signed with the Bulldogs if he wants to stay at Penrith. Heard another one where Stephen Crichton's uh, management have approached the Panthers they want a deal to take to their player that was about a week ago as well and then today uh we hear he's gone you know what don't worry about that deal uh I've got something else lined up we don't know exactly what it is yet but we've got a fair idea and a man who has always got his nose close to the ground is the man they call the mole Tony Adams out of Australia how are you mate
1: yeah doing well Ricardo hey,
0: mate uh happy 2023 I don't know how long we can keep saying that but first time I've talked to you since then mate is it treating you well so far
1: yeah, so far so good. It's stinking hot in Oz. So, so hot they have to stop the tennis. while. So uh, that'll give you an idea of how warm things are over here.
0: Well, that's good, mate, because I think last time I talked to you, you were complaining about how rubbish the weather was. So uh, you've got to be on the up and up then?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's uh, It's nice and warm these days, so... So long as
0: the bushfires don't come back, uh, we're good. Yeah, we're good, mate. We're good. What do you What do you make of the Stephen Crichton situation? I mean, especially after you know all the clubs got increased uh, increased salary caps, so they could offer more money. I mean, I thought as soon as that happened, I thought, well, that's it. Stephen Crichton stays at Penrith, but it doesn't look like that's the case. Well,
1: Ricardo, would it shock you that there are some people in rugby league telling porky pies at the moment? Um, <laughs> because I can tell you he's a, he's a done deal at the Bulldogs. Uh, this is all about uh, image, um, transparency or, or lack thereof. Basically, when when Cameron Sorrella w- went to the uh, Bulldogs, he said to him, I'm not going to be stealing your players. Uh, well, he's already pinched a couple and... Uh, he he didn't want to make it seem like uh he stolen a, a a third in Crichton. So they're just gonna let it sit uh, and simmer for a little bit. Uh but I can tell you in about two weeks there'll be this shock announcement that uh Stephen Crichton's come to terms with the Bulldogs for the next three years.
0: Oh what a surprise, Molly. What a surprise. Do you do you reckon <laughs> that, that means that the Panthers dogs is gonna be tasty next year? Well this year? This is coming? Oh.
1: Well, I think the, the players are okay with it. The, the, they understand, you know, it, it, it's a professional game. They understand with the salary cap, the, the more Penrith win, the harder it is for them to hang on the, to players. I guess the, the, the ones who are going to have a, a real party are, are us in the media who will play it up uh, deluxe. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the players are, are basically all right with it everyone's going to end up a winner because they're all making more money. And um, after all, uh, that's, that's pretty much what it's
0: about these days. So I'm looking at the Bulldogs roster and who they've got so far. And it feels like, you know, maybe the signing that we haven't heard about is that they've signed Nick Politis uh, to run the accounts department because I don't <laughs> understand uh, how they're fitting all this in, mate. I mean, if they get Stephen Crichton on top of Reed Marnie, on top of Josh Adokar, on top of Viliami Kikau and all, all the other players they've got coming in uh, this season, uh, I mean, that, that's a massive overhaul with a lot of big talent uh, on big money.
1: Yeah, that's right. But in their defence they uh, they have they have a lot of dead wood. They've they've managed to get rid of a, a fair bit of that. Um, uh, they 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 forced their, their skipper into retirement, so that that's a fair bit of money saved and, and he's gonna help out uh, in an off field capacity. So uh, you know, there there are ways and there are ways to get around this uh, salary cap and uh, the Bulldogs let's just say they've got We've got a pretty smart accountant running
0: the books there. Yeah, well, that, that, yeah, they must have, mate. They must have. Oh, it was interesting because you know, I, I didn't, um, I didn't see Josh Jackson retiring this season. I, I thought, uh, you know, he's so key to what they do. He's such a workhouse. He's just a, a workhorse. He's just a, a tackle machine. I, I wonder how they will go without him uh, in the guts. I mean, have they, have they replaced him? Do you think? I mean, it's, it's sort of rings of the Warriors when they let, lost Michael Luck a bit. Yeah,
1: well, it's a fair point, but uh, you know Josh Jackson out, Billy Yami kick in. You know, I know who I prefer out of those two. And Jackson, while he is a a good hard worker, his his best footy realistically was behind him. You know, he, I think he was pushing thirty, and uh, and he won't be lost to the club. He'll, he'll, he'll still be there in an off field capacity. So, you know, I, I think it's it's pretty much a smart business decision, which. It really comes down to these days. Uh, it's it's a, a ruthless business, you know. If you if you're not at your best, you're you're a liability to your club, and uh, they'll they'll find a way to move you on. Uh, in, in Josh Jackson's case, they they basically convinced him to retire. I'm sure he didn't retire because he thought, oh, I've had enough, you know. So they they would have made him an offer he couldn't refuse. And of course, uh, once a guy like him becomes a, a coach, they can pay him whatever he wants or a backroom staffer It doesn't go into the salary cap and, and the bulldogs are a club with with plenty of money they're at least one of the biggest and most profitable in australia they've they got all those poker machines spinning wheels 24 hours a day so uh you know m- money not a problem so it it came down to a, a tough business decision and they, they've made it and um you know good luck to the bulldogs they've steadily been improving the last couple of years after being an, an absolute rabble, uh, uh, you know, three, four years ago. So, uh, you know, they're going to improve uh, in 2023 and they're going to improve even more in 2024. So, uh, bottom line, that that's what the fans want and I think the fans will be happy.
0: Yeah, I think they will be too. Uh, another player they have been linked to uh, is Mitchell Moses, Um he is currently at Para. The Para have, have, have signed Dylan Brown to a long-term contract, and now they've got this extra. What is it? About extra two and a half, three million, right? Each club's got in salary cap. Um, do you think Mitchell Moses will stay at Para now, or do you uh, do you think that the Seraldo project yeah. might be te- too tempting?
1: Uh, My uh Mitchell Moses has come down to two clubs. Uh, one one option is staying at Para. The the other is going back to the Tigers. The the Tigers are that desperate for a a quality number seven that they'll pay overs for him, and it's a sort of money that not even the Bulldogs are willing to throw at him. Uh, They have a problem in that. They've got Kyle Flanagan there on $600,000 a season, and he's just not a $600,000 a season player. They'd love to move him on, uh, but no one's going to take him on that sort of money. So um, it's a real stumbling block for them. I I think they're going to have to start the year with him but it's, it's not an ideal situation because to improve and, and to move up the ladder which the Bulldogs are trying to do, you need a quality number seven and, and it's something they lack so it's a problem um, but Mitchell Moses I think is, is just, even for the Bulldogs, I think he's going to be out of their league. Parramatta will throw massive money at him and the Tigers will throw even more so uh, I think as I said it's out of those two
0: yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens at Para next year, isn't it? Because or well, this coming season, I was going to say because they've lost some pretty big pieces. Um, uh, Nikore obviously Reed Marnie Isaiah Papali are all gone. It doesn't feel like they've replaced like for like in terms of who's come in. I I feel like they look a bit lightweight in the pack after some of those losses. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, Papali's been been great them the last couple of years. Nikore has been good but the, the the main thing is that they've kept the the two former halves in uh Brown and Moses and that they're the guys who guide him around the park they're, they're the guys who've been leading him to victory i think uh reed Marney's a, a, a definitely a big loss too he he's been uh, great for him at hooker and hooker is just such a uh important job in the modern game so uh, yeah it's it's uh a bit of a worry for Eels fans and and coupled with the fact that they probably overachieved this year i think if fans at the 12 months ago would have been told uh would you take a losing grand final they would have said yes every time so uh, you know it's it's a tough one for brad arthur i think he's going to start the year under plenty of pressure and if he finishes fourth or fifth people probably say he's uh, he's failed so uh yeah i'll, I'll feel for him it's it's going to be a it uh, could
0: be a tough, long year for the Eels. Yeah, I mean, even about three-quarters of the way through the season, there was some talk that Parra wanted to let Brad Arthur go and he was potentially a target for the Dragons.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, well let's not forget the, the two clubs we've been talking about. Canterbury beat Parramatta, I think it was 34 to nil, uh midway through the season. So, uh, you know, that, that was just a stunning result. And I think Parra fans then thought, oh, well, Any hope we had of of making the finals, let alone the the grand finals gone here. But, um, you know, credit to them. They they turned it around and scored some great wins in the finals. And, you know, they they were never going to beat Penrith on the night. Let's be realistic about it. The Panthers were just too good and uh, the scoreline reflected that. But to to finish second to them, was no mean feat because they they did some pretty, pretty good clubs along the way.
0: Yeah, they did. They did. It was a, it was a, it was a dream run for a while. A dream, we we all had that that hope, Molly, but it didn't didn't come through. As you know, power of fan here. But um, what about then? You know, player movement because you know generally everything's done and dusted now. Right? Everybody's at, at their club starting pre-season. but it feels like that with this extra cash that is floating around with the clubs, we could see more player movement before um, sort of March than we than we usually do. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, it's very possible. I think most of the clubs have announced their 30-man rosters. So that, that makes it a little bit difficult because they've got to move someone on to bring someone in because you, you, you can't have actually more than 30 players on your books at any one time. So that that's a hurdle. But, uh, you know, what clubs are like, they'll, they'll always find a way. They'll ship a bloke off to England or retire him or do something else that's uh, a little bit, uh dodgy so uh yeah it, it it could well happen what I think will we will see more of and, and we saw plenty of it this year is players suddenly get a rash of injuries and all of a sudden open the checkbook and uh start signing players mid season so uh keep an eye for that because i'm I'm pretty sure Ricardo will see uh, some of some of that and in
0: fact more of that than we have. The last couple of years, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on. See, the other thing I'm interested to see how it goes is Anthony Seabold at Manly. Um, Dez Hasler's pretty big, big boots to fill, and I, I felt feel like Dez was done a uh, was done a duty there at Manly. I mean, man, you know, as a para fan, Manly's not my favourite club. It's got to be fair, but uh, I, I I am interested to see how Seabold goes there, particularly with um, Tommy Turbo sort of playing on one league again.
1: Yeah, well, that's right, and and it's an immediate. Um, Real blow to to Manly, assuming he doesn't start the season. You know, I I can see he'll he'll either start the season very slowly or not at all. And, uh, you know, if if this miracle worker in the U.S. can can get him going again, then uh, good luck to Manly. But uh, I had a chat to Seabold the other day, and and he's pretty happy with things. He's got a couple of other guys on the sideline. Carl Lawton, who, who played over there for... Your Warriors is, is still recovering from an ACL. Uh, Jason Saab, who's scored a heap of tries the last few years, mm. uh, he's still on the sideline. So they're definitely not going to be full strength at the start of the year. But uh, like Ray Seabold I, 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 I think he's he's had a few problems, but I think he's learned along the way. He, he's had a couple of years to reflect on, on that disastrous stint of the Broncos. And uh, we've seen he, he's not the only man who can't coach the Broncos, the last couple of years. So, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how they go. But uh, bottom line, uh, a fairly good roster. I, I see them coming, you know, somewhere between fifth and eighth. You know, they should make the final. Certainly if they don't, it puts a lot of, Pressure on Seabold
0: for the following year. Yeah, yeah certainly does, mate. Uh, uh, a couple of other things before I let you go. One of those is we've got a new team in this year, of course, in the in the Dolphins. Uh, Wayne Bennett has built a squad from scratch before, as we know, with the Broncos. Uh, he's attempting to do it again here. But uh, there was a uh, a term that you used, I think, when you were talking about uh, some of the players that the Bulldogs were trying to get rid of, which was rabble. Um, the, I see a lot of rebel in the player games that the uh, that the, the Dolphins have made. I, this doesn't look like uh, the build that uh, Bennett did last time when he when he built the Broncos from scratch. No,
1: you're hundred percent right. Uh, I, I look at that squad and and I see wooden spoon written all over it. And uh, you know the, the 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 Tigers were worthy wooden spoons last year, but I think they've got the um, the, the poor old Dolphins covered here. They they just haven't signed. Quality players, and I feel a bit sorry for the Dolphins because uh, you know it's a ruthless game as we know, and they've, they've got no help from their rival clubs, as I guess you'd expect. Very little help from the player managers, who really just use them as a bargaining chip to to force the price of, of players up. And anyone who was good, uh, oh, one minute I'll, you know they are talking to the Dolphins, the, the likes of Cameron Munster, uh, next minute they're they're signing. Either with their existing club or, or someone else at a higher price. So um, yeah, it, it hasn't been a, a, a good uh, preparation for them. And um, plus, so, you know, those those who are counting on on the Wayne Better magic to to win matches, you know, I, I think those days are, are gone. Wayne's a great man, man manager, but uh, as far as a, a coach who can win matches on his own, that, that just doesn't happen to me. So. You know, I'll be very surprised they win more than three or four games, and I can see them copying quite a few hidings along the
0: way. Mm, yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see how that project unfolds. And finally, before we let you go, Moly, uh, the Warriors. Um, I'm looking at some of the gangs: Jackson Ford, Mitch Barnett, Tamari Martin, Luke Metcalf, Chance Nickel, Clockstead, Marata Niacore, Dylan Walker. Um, Jackson Ford out of the Dragons as well. Uh what do you make of what they've grabbed and 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 the fact they've got a new coach in charge there?
1: Yeah, it's a fair um fair recruitment they've done. Uh Tamari Martins a class player, Nicol will the key. uh they've obviously been looking for for someone uh to replace um uh the 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 great fullback whose name just or Roger tuivasa Roger tuivasa and uh, I wrote a story out of work. I don't saw it, but uh, I'm, I'm hearing that uh, Roger's all, not all that happy over there in uh, in rugby union. He's not not getting much of a much game time with the All Blacks. Uh, I'm also hearing, uh, that probably the Warriors won't be able to afford him, and if he does go anywhere, it'll be ironically uh, to the Dolphins, who, who will have plenty of money to spend. So uh, he he could finally be the marquee signing but uh yeah nickel clock said he, you know he's a class player he, he won canberra a few games on his own last year um overall a fairly solid squad the warriors but uh as you know with them um you know so much depends on whether they get some momentum up and what the confidence is like the coach i don't know a lot about um uh, you know he, he's got he's got wraps on him he comes out of the the penrith system um which obviously is a, a, a good thing. Uh, you would learn plenty from the likes of Ivan Cleary, Gus Gould, uh, Cameron Seraldo So, uh, yeah, it will be interesting. And actually, one bloke who does a rapport is the great Tim Sheens, who's a good mate of mine, and he coached under Tim. Uh, he even played under Tim for a while at, at the Tigers, I think. And um, Tim says he, he's a good coach, so... Uh, you know, that that counts for a fair bit. So mm. it's going to be challenging, no, no doubt, uh, first year in with high expectations. But uh, again, it, it's a team that if things go their way, they stay injury-free, they, they, they could come very close to finally uh, getting back in finals football.
0: Yeah, which uh, is, is, is what they'd want, uh, their first season fully back at home for uh, three years, mate. It'd uh, go down well with the fans if they managed that. Good stuff, Molly, Thanks for coming on, mate, and having a chat.
1: My pleasure, and
0: that's Buster. He says hello. Yeah, hello, Buster. It sounds like it's time for a walk, <laughs> is it? It
1: is time for dinner,
0: actually. All <laughs> oh, right, good stuff, Bolly. We'll let you go feed Buster. Thanks very much, mate. We'll talk to you again soon, eh?
1: Talk soon, Ricardo.
0: Cheers. Uh, there we go, Tony Adams, the uh, rugby league mole.